One of the things that impresses me most about Damon is his ability to adapt to change and implement new marketing and selling strategies successfully. SEO, marketing, and now AI are dramatically changing the way that we market and sell online. That's why we're hosting our listing strategy workshop to teach you everything you need to know about selling on Etsy from a seller with over 25,000 Etsy orders. Visit thelistingstrategy.com and sign up today and get immediate access to our pre-work that will get you up to speed before class starts on May 23rd. See you in the workshop. Hey y'all, I'm Damon Oates, founder of Deco Exchange. Who else has heard that crafting is just a hobby? I turned my love of crafting into a thriving multi seven-figure company, surrounded myself in an amazing community, and met some amazing business owners along the way. I'm here to show everyone that makers mean business. Zach, you want to tell us a little bit about what you do, who you work for, everything about it? Yes, I can. So my name is Zach Hoffnagel. I'm one of the owners and designers at Risa Joy, and we run an online store right now. So we buy supplies in and list them up on the website and ship them all over the U.S. So how did you get started? Well, my mom actually was the one who originally founded Risa Joy, and she actually saw a video on Facebook of somebody making a wreath, and she said, I think I can do that. So she started making some wreaths and family members and friends came around and were like, those are awesome. You really should think about selling those. And my mom's like, no, no, they're not that good. They're not that good. And then she got so many compliments that I finally convinced her. And she's like, all right, I'm going to start selling them. So we started taking them to the vet clinic and selling them down there. And people were loving them, loving them. And my mom saw the Facebook lives and saw there was a community and she was like, well, I think I can do this. But she put off the lives for a long time because she could not imagine herself going live. But it took took a while, but she finally did it. And like that, the page started growing. And then she opened up a teaching group, started teaching people, and the page continued to grow. And then I saw the huge following, and I took an interest and jumped on board with it. And then... We wanted to start selling supplies. So we started small. We started in my mom's basement and then we outgrew the basement. So then we took it up to the living room. We outgrew the living room and then we had the whole house, took over the whole house. We outgrew that. So then we took our old 16 stall horse barn. We converted that, gutted it all out, redid it, completely repurposed it. And now it's completely filled with craft supplies and we've been having a great time with it. It's been a lot of fun. And now we actually added on to the barn again. So yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I hear about, like from just people all the time about is how easy it must be to sell supplies. Will you talk about some of the problems that come with the supplies? Oh yeah. It's, it's definitely not easy. Cause one, you got to decide what the customers want. So there's no guarantee it's going to sell if you buy it. So you got to pick what you think is going to sell. And then you got to wait for them to ship it and then you have to unpack it, which takes a very long time. Then you got to count to make sure the inventory is correct. Then you got to put it into the system, load it up, and then you got to list it on the website, make sure that's all good. And then you got to, well, like with us, we have our system. So we uh, put it into the system to sell it on the live videos and then the people can check out and all that. And then we have to pack it and deal with shipping companies, deal with customer service. There's definitely a lot that goes along with it. Sounds simple, but there's a lot more into it than people know. So many of us make it look so easy. And in reality, it's probably the hardest thing we've ever done. 
Oh yeah, it's it's definitely the hardest thing I've ever done. There's but, a lot of moving parts all the yes. time. Mm -hmm. And it all has to come together to work just perfect. Because if one thing's wrong, everything else gets thrown off. You might do everything right up until shipping the package, but if the shipping company loses it, then you got to go set you back a couple steps, you know, all that. So, Have y'all ran into any problems with uh, packing the wrong order? Yes. Or forgetting an item? Do you yeah. guys have any good tips on like what you've done to try to implement not messing up on packing? Yeah, so we actually have a really good one. So we used to make a bunch of mistakes, especially when we hired new people in. When they were just getting the groove of it, there was a lot of mistakes happening. So we introduced a double check system. So they pack the order and then they give it to somebody else. And then that person goes through and double checks it off and it'll put another X by it. Because it's just like peer reviewing a paper. If you go back through and double check it yourself, you won't catch your mistakes. But if we have somebody else do it, they catch the mistakes. And that definitely narrows it down. There's still mistakes that happen. But when you're shipping out hundreds a week, there's always going to be that one that happens. But it's pretty much eliminated it. That's the exact same system that we use. We have uh, we have pickers. And then we have someone who verifies the pick list. And both of those employees have to sign off on the packing slip. Hmm. And it's more of a validation picture. So whenever someone emails us and says, hey, we're missing an item, we immediately say, hey, send me a picture of your packing slip. Yep, so I can go do. see who to go talk to. Like, hey, guys, I noticed that you, for some reason, had 10 orders this week that are missing an item. What's going on? What, what do we need to solve in the warehouse? Well, that's a good thing I just learned from you. We actually don't have them sign off on who it is, but that's yeah. definitely a tip that I could use. It makes them a little bit more accountable because they know that if there's a problem, someone's going to come back and say, well, it was this person that had the problem. We mm -hmm. don't uh, penalize them for it, but it helps us solve what the problem is. So, for example, we had one person who kept mixing up the one and a half inch and the two and a half inch from uh, Jaskatina. You know, they're just that one skews backwards. So we realized that, okay, to solve that problem, we need to put these items that are the same color in different sections. And yeah, it just we, allowed we us to thing. troubleshoot it. Yep, same thing. If there's one very similar, we try to put it on a different location. That way it minimizes the mistake. Because there's some that you can't tell by looking at them. Right. But people will be like, I got the wrong skew. And it's like, well, so... I've even done it where I'll postpone posting one of them for a week. So I know that the first one's all sold out before we worry about the next one. It's, That's a good it's, way. It's little games that we have to play in the back end. Yeah. So what is your biggest inspiration on why you want to keep doing this playing with ribbon job? Uh, my biggest inspiration is honestly like just, I guess, the fans and the customers. They motivate me so much. And I love seeing it grow. I love seeing them be happy. And I love giving back to people. We just uh, recently gave back to the community. We adopted my local elementary school that I went to as a kid. So we gave money to each and every classroom for them to invest into their students. And we were the first people to adopt the whole school. So I made front page newspaper for that. So that kind of stuff motivates me. That's awesome. I think that's one of the first things that me and your mom actually connected on was our um, love of giving back. It's one of the things that made us uh, connect for sure. It's a great feeling. So if you could go back to whenever your mom first started all this with everything that you know today, is there anything that you would change? 
Yeah, I would definitely change like who I trusted. We trusted the internet a lot more than we should have, which ultimately led to our page getting hacked, letting people have too much access into it. Yeah, definitely trust I would change and know that the internet's a tough game. It is a very tough game. Yeah. And someone always wants what you got. That's true. If you have something worth having, they're going to try and take it. It's it's a mess. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I would go back and probably invest more upfront. Um, we did the exact same growing pains that you did where like we could have invested straight into a larger warehouse and we went smaller because we were scared. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what to do. Um, if I would have known then what I know now, I would have went straight for the large warehouse and solved that. Let's move this time. Let's move that time. Let's redo all this work all the time. Yes. Uh, you got to be willing to take that risk. And we were definitely willing to take it. And it's, it's paid off. Yeah. Is there a myth about your business or you or um, the industry that you like to debunk? Uh, yeah. I would think usually people think when they, of crafting they think of women crafters and women being more involved in all that. But as you can tell, there's also guys that are into yep. this too. So, yeah, it's interesting. And then the few of us that are out here are um, growing our businesses the fastest. It's interesting. I, I, I think it's because it's different. You know yeah. what I mean? People like something that's different. And there's 7 billion people in this world, maybe eight. I haven't kept up with it. If you're not different, you're not going to surpass everyone else. So speaking of being different to stand out, if someone is just starting their business and they wanted to start doing Facebook lives, would you give them a tip on how you've succeeded to stand out? Uh, yeah. So me and my mom, we are a mother and son team. I don't think you see that very, very much, but, uh, yeah, also just be honest, be yourself, because that's what people, people are buying from you because they're buying for you. That's why. So if you can be honest, that's going to help you sell a lot. Absolutely. Honesty and authenticity is huge in the online space. Yes. Very important too. You want to have a connection with all your customers. And one thing that you do really well is engage with your customers. Um, do you have any tips that would help people uh, with making that relationship? Uh, yeah, I guess you could pay attention to what certain people like, or if somebody says something on a previous post and then you see them on a live, you can ask them, Hey, how was that event you went to the other day? Or you say hi to everybody individually. They feel special and feel like you care about them. Um, so with all of the craziness going in the world right now, are you surprised at how well the online space is still doing? To be honest, I was very surprised at the beginning, but thinking about it, everyone's stuck at home and they're looking for something to do. And crafting is a great way, great time pass and a great way to make something that you're proud of. But it's our, it has helped our business so much. It's definitely surprised me. But other people are struggling due to it, but we're thriving because of it. I think the people that are struggling are the ones who were scared to make that leap of going in the online space. I believe that too. Um, you know, just in our local community, every time I go somewhere and they're struggling and I'm like, remember that time that I told you that you should be doing this online? <laughs> like, Yeah. Online is the new thing. It's the big new thing. And 
people need to it's i mean it makes it possible for anybody to open a business it's not like opening a brick and mortar all you got to do is create a website and you can just sell yourself you don't even have to sell product you can just live stream you can do anything so many ways to make money online and i'm excited to see what happens next with the internet it'll definitely be an interesting couple of years i think mm -hmm. So can you tell me uh, one of the biggest wins that you've had with your creative business? The biggest wins? Yeah. Like, uh, what are you most proud of? I, to be honest, I'm most proud of uh, our online store and the warehouse. I, I love it so much. I love putting the money back into the warehouse and just seeing, especially growing up on the farm, seeing it used to be a horse barn, and now it's a seven-figure successful business. It's phenomenal isn't that crazy i love it it's i just love seeing it grow to be honest yeah. that's the most satisfying part that's awesome our warehouse used to be a welding facility for boats the poor guy who owns it was like i never would have thought there'd be so much glitter in here <laughs> like but, well it's not going away yeah. it's here forever <laughs> that's good you want to make sure it lasts forever right so what has this whole journey done for you and your family? Well, for me, it's made a lot more confidence inside me because I used to be a very shy kid, kept to myself, introvert, but I was uncomfortable doing it at first, definitely out of my comfort zone, but I pushed through it and now I feel so much more confident. It's made it us feel a little more stable. It's another source of income coming in and it's just, just a passion of ours. So, and everyone's getting on board. Like our family's working as a unit. Like we're all working together. We all want the same goal and it's just, just awesome. And you have an older brother? Younger. A younger brother? Yes. Okay. He's going to be a vet like my dad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember when your mom first started in line, she was talking about the son who would go get French fries, but not get on camera. Was that you? Uh, it, it might've been me. That might've been me. It might've been both of us, but I was definitely shy to get on the camera at first. Yeah. I didn't want to have anything to do with it. I was just like, all right, this is my mom doing her thing. I'm just going to stay out of it. But now I'm glad that I joined in on it. Right. So are there any big surprises coming from Reese Joycing? Well, we're, uh, we're actually getting set up for international shipping. So Reese Joyce going global, baby. Awesome. And adding on to the warehouse and that's it for right now but the ideas are still flowing okay um i just recently heard that ups is starting to make some really good deals for international shipping so follow up with them i will we actually switched from ups to fedex because fedex okay. gave us better rates and they're giving us a one rate international which is pretty sweet that's awesome yeah yeah i know for us um probably every week either the FedEx rep or the UPS guy is calling us like, Oh, so what can we do to get you? I'm like, last week you said, this is your best deal. Like make up my mind. Is this your best yeah. deal or do you have a better deal? Let's talk. Hey, I'm, we're the same way. We're, whenever, whenever FedEx came, cause we were primarily UPS. We told them we're like, cut the crap. We want the best you can do because we're shipping a lot. You're going to get your money's right. worth. So they came to the table and blew UPS out of the water. So we're FedEx right now and it's been phenomenal. That's awesome. It. Yep. We do probably um, a 60-40 split between FedEx and UPS. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, our our, Fed, our FedEx rate right now is better than UPS on everything. So That's it's awesome. 100% FedEx and then a little bit USPS. Yeah. Oh, USPS. Gotta love it. <laughs> so Zach, if a listener wanted to find out more information about you and your products, where can they find you online? So yeah, you could find us on Facebook at uh, Risa Joy. And then we also have an Instagram, Risa Joy. And then we have our online store that you can purchase product from. It is wreathsupplyoutlet.com. But you can also just find me on my personal social media at, at Zach Huffnagel on Instagram. No TikTok yet? No TikTok yet. I haven't got on. It's too hard to run all the social media. I tried it at first. I'm like, Mom, we need to just do this, this, this. We need to get on YouTube. We need to get on. But I need a team for that. You need a team. Do you have a team? Do you have a social media team yet? Me. I post on Facebook and Instagram. Hire social media people. They're cheap. We definitely, we've been looking into it. We want to expand into all the platforms. Use it. I will tell you, um, if you are already on Instagram, check out Instagram Reels. Have you played with it yet? Mm -mm. It's basically Instagram's version of TikTok. So you know how Instagram stories at the top? Mm Mm-hmm. Whenever you click on it, now you can switch from live to photo to reels. And those reels actually live on your newsfeed. Okay. So it's a chance of you to get like an Instagram story, but it lives forever. That's awesome. They, there's just so much stuff being added. I can't even keep up with it all the time. Yeah, it's hard. Luckily, we have hired a team. I'm, I'm going to be looking into that. I'm going to tell your mom you need a team. Okay. Thank you. You tell her. <laughs> All right. So as always, we have one last question. It's like our signature question. So Zach, what does it mean to you to be a maker? To me, being a maker means that I can wake up every day, run a successful business and express my creativity. And every day is different. I I can choose my own destiny. That's awesome. All right, Zach, we loved having you. Do you have any last words for anyone? Thank you everyone for listening to Damon's podcast. He's the real deal. We've learned a lot from him and I appreciate him having me on. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Bye y'all.